0: Hi there, this is Jacob Msiba, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today, and I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message, and God bless you. I have quite a lot of things to say this morning in a short space of time, so be attentive, take notes, listen to the podcast again, over and over and over and over again. I have quite a lot of things to say. Um, we are focusing on our theme uh, for the month, One Spirit, and uh, the theme of oneness for the whole time. The Bible tells us that we have received one and the same spirit, one and the same spirit. Even when God gives us gifts that will operate uh, differently, but the Bible says it is one and the same spirit behind all of those Manifestations. The title today is The Spirit of a Builder. The Spirit of a Builder. Say it after me The Spirit of a Builder. Of a builder. One more time the spirit, of a the spirit of a Builder. Now, let's go to the book of Haggai, chapter number one, and verse number 14. Haggai, chapter number one, verse number 14. And the Lord stirred up the Spirit spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua. Say the spirit of Zerubbabel. Say the spirit of Joshua. And then it says the son of Josedek, the high priest, the spirit of all the remnant of the people. So he stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the spirit of Joshua, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And the Bible says, And they came and did work in the house of the Lord of hosts, their God. God stirred up their spirit, and then they came and did the work in the house of the Lord of hosts, their God. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word Speak to us this morning, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. There are three main spirit beings. Three main spirit beings. Number one, God. God is a spirit being. The Bible says God is spirit. Are we here? And we know that God is a spirit being also Created other spirit beings who are angels. God comes with angels, but he's that main first spirit being that we must be aware of. It's God and his angels, right? The Bible says he made them to be spirits. Are we together, one? And number two, we also have men who is also a spirit being. Amen. And one day (laughs) when we are all good and ready, I will also speak of the uh, category under man of, uh, you know, the the other spirits that are coming together. (laughs) Not today, but also number three, we also have another spirit being who is Satan, the devil himself. And we know that he also has other spirits that come with him, which we refer to as demons, right? As demons, evil spirits, demonic spirits. So those are the three main spirit beings. Number one, God. Number two, man. Number three, Satan. Diabulosi. And all these beings have a spirit. The, we have what or who we call the Holy Spirit, right? Who is the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. God is a spirit being. He is the Holy Spirit. Genesis 1 verse 2 um, tells us as early as then that when the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep, the Bible tells us that the spirit of God was there hovering over the face of the waters. Are we here? Number two, we also have the spirit of man. The spirit of man. Man is a being. A spirit being or a spiritual being. And we also have the spirit of man. Zechariah 12 verse 1. The burden of the word of the Lord against Israel. Thus says the Lord who stretches out the heavens. Lays the foundation of the earth and forms the spirit of man within him. Forms what? The spirit of man within him. The number three. We also have the spirit of Satan. Referred to in the Bible as the evil spirit. Evil spirit. Acts 19.15. And the evil spirit answered and said. The evil spirit answered and said. Jesus I know. And Paul I know. But who are you? So in other words, we very much see that the spirits we are talking about they are able to even talk are we together and you will know that we always say that man is spirit lives in a body and has a soul so you are actually more of a spirit than flesh than this body that we see and interact with each and every day I said I have quite a lot of ground to cover now there are various spiritual operations under the sun. Every spirit, every spirit, whether the spirit of God, spirit of man, or the spirit of Satan, has the ability, hear me well, to inspire words, to influence people and environments according to their inherent nature and qualities. Every spirit has the ability to inspire words, influence people and environments according to their inherent nature and qualities. Every spirit manifests and imparts the qualities of the nature and the character of its being. Every spirit manifests and imparts the qualities of the nature and character of its being. What do I mean? The spirit of God will always manifest and impart the nature and the character of God's qualities. Right? The spirit of man will also do the same. He will manifest and impart the nature and character of man's qualities. The spirit of Satan will also do the same thing. Are we together? He will manifest and impart the nature and the character of Satan's qualities. <laughs> That's why the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 11, For what man knows the things of men, except the spirit of man which is in him? Are we hearing it correctly? For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of man which is in him so the spirit of man is more familiar with man and 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 his makeup and his nature and that spirit will be able to manifest impart reveal everything that pertains to man that's why then the bible says even so no one knows the things of god except the spirit of god because the spirit of god will have the nature and the character of its being, right? And hence, he has that ability to uh, uh, manifest and impart the nature and character of God. So when the Spirit of God works in and through you, uh, he will be uh, not just informing you about God, but he will also be manifesting and imparting uh, the nature uh, and the character of God in your life. Does that make sense? Bazaran? Now, these, these qualities that we are talking about are mostly seen uh, in the doings or the activities uh, that particular being is involved in. So, so, so the qualities that I am talking about, we, we, we see them in in the operations of the being that we are talking about so uh in his spirit qualities so whenever he is in operation we are going to be seeing in other words you who is exposed to that particular spirit we are going to be seeing those qualities therefore Uh, also manifesting in and through your life, because when you are open uh, to that particular spirit, uh, those qualities will somehow be imparted in you. So these qualities that we're talking about, I said, are mostly seen in the doings that the being is involved in. Micah 2, verse 7, you who are named the house of Jacob is the spirit of the Lord restricted right? Is the spirit of the Lord restricted? Are these his doings? Are these his doings? So there is a direct connection between activity and spirit. There is a direct connection connection between activity and spirit. There is a direct connection between activity and spirit. So every activity, there is a spirit behind it. Things don't just happen, and I'm going to I'm going to um, talk more on that shortly. And I wish all Christians can stop being naive to think that everything is normal. Everything is a coincidence. Everything is just how it's supposed to be. There is a direct connection between activity or doings and a spirit. The spirit of man was mainly from God, right? The spirit of man was from God. In other words, in other, in other words, man's qualities and activities were mainly influenced by the spirit of God. Because in creation, a man received spirit uh, from God. Are we here? So so his qualities and activities were mainly influenced by the spirit of God. And, and man's spirit was like, or it was exactly the same as the spirit of God but not equal, but not equal, but the same. Because when God said, let us make man in our own image, he was not talking physical form. Because the Bible says God is spirit. So the image and the likeness of God was imprinted in the spirit of man so that he can have the qualities the nature and the character of God so that the activities that man is going to be involved in is going to be directly influenced by the spirit that they possess, who is the spirit from God. Am I making sense? So that Man was going to behave according to the spirit they have received and they are continuously opened to. But we all know that then sin came and the spirit of man was disconnected from the spirit of God, right? And man, I want us to take note of this detail. And man Came carnal. I'm, I'm not talking demonic now immediately. Yeah. Let's start here. Man became carnal. What does that mean? He depended on the cravings desires that come from they are nature that is without God. So, that, so, 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 so there was a brief moment of being neutral. But that moment of being neutral was still compromising the quality of life that God wanted men to experience, right? Because men at the end of the day at that point had to depend on the sinful nature that he carried. And don't be, don't be disturbed by me using he all the time. I'm, I'm just talking because I cannot always be Grammatically correct correct here, he, she, them. You know, these days there's a lot of things happening out there. <laughs> so man became carnal, and and and, and men was controlled by their flesh or the nature that is without God. And because of that, they were then exposed to evil spirits, or the evil spirit. And hence men ended up having evil qualities that are involved and, and became involved in activities that are evil, like Satan, who is a source of this evil spirit. So It was not necessarily by choice that now that we are disconnected from God, this is what we are going to do. In other words, before you move to the other extreme, you first want to depend on uh, your, your, your nature as a man, your physical nature. But unfortunately, that leaves us vulnerable and open. And because God has disconnected himself from us, Satan takes over. That's why Jesus, when he teaches about demonic spirits, he puts it this way. He says, when the, spirit, when the evil spirit is casted out, right? They go, but after a while, they come back to check whether where they left. Is there any other spirit that has taken over? And the Bible says, if not, they go and invite others And Jesus puts it this way, and your situation is going to be worse than what it was before. Because you cannot forever be neutral. That's how we are designed as human beings. We are designed to be recipients of spiritual influence. And that's how the world is designed. The world, as much as it looks physical to us, but... It is more spiritual than physical. There are more spiritual activities happening than what we can imagine. It's just that there is this term that we normally use that deceives us. This term is nature. Nature is spiritual. The rising of the sun is an act of God. There's a spirit behind. As a matter of fact, let me even make it worse. The sun does not rise. Not as it set. Stella. Right? We, 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 we sometimes think of rain because there's a science behind explaining how rain happens. And we assume that God is not involved. Okay, just in case you are stuck in me saying the sun does not not rise. I mean, that's science. It's nothing biblical. That's science. The sun revolves around the earth. Or or the earth revolves around the sun. Huh? The earth revolves around the sun, right? So the sun is? So it does not rise nor set. It's standing still. So what appears to us as sunset and sunrise, it is just a repositioning of the earth in proportion to the sun. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why even your life is heavily influenced with your positioning in direct proportion to the sun, S-U-N. S-O-N, S-O-N as a story for another day okay. yeah so 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 let's let's look at it this way so we didn't just choose to be evil but there was a spirit that took advantage of the void so there are moments in our lives where It's just our fallen nature that is influencing us. Or there are moments where it is our fallen nature that is causing the problem that we are faced with. I'm going to explain even more when when we continue. But for now, let me just put this thought forward. There are moments where you are sick because it is your physical fallen body that is experiencing problems. But there are moments when you are sick because there is a spirit that is taking advantage. Okay, I'm I'm going to prove it biblically in just a moment. I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard, that's why people end up becoming and whatever because there's a spiritual thing happening and the doctors don't see anything and the people who know how to operate in the spirit, they know that the source of this is spiritual but the only solution they know, which, which does not solve the problem. It simply allows Satan to deepen his deception by removing that spirit and to think that you are healed because of his intervention. OK. All right, no,. All right, all right. That's why I said, go and, go and listen to this over and over again, because I'm going to say quite a lot of things. So, so there are moments where it is just because your physical body is not functioning. It's a physical thing. It's not functioning well, right? Then you are sick. But there are moments where there's a spirit involved that is taking advantage of that, right? So, so, and, and the reason why, because remember, when God created us and gave us bodies in the beginning, we did not have the capacity. Our body was not fallen. It did not have the capacity to be sick, Our bodies did not. So why is Jesus, when he returns, why are we going to be given new bodies? Why are we going to be given new bodies? It is, it is so that we can get back to the future. We, 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 are, we are going back but to the future. So our future is God restoring the, the kind of body we had before sin came. That, that's why little, I'm gonna go back on a ugual and okay, we're amazing. I'm and then depend elangen lelele physical for ugual, because his glory will be our. So and that is the environment that Adam lived in before sin came. So 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 when. We are talking about the falling. In fact, in in general, we had this conversation with my wife yesterday because at that time, God is not just going to be fixing us. He will also be fixing nature. In other words, trees will not wither anymore. (laughs) Because all of those things that you see that result even in what we refer to as natural disasters, it was because sin did not just affect men. It affected creation. So when Gubane when, uh, Tsunami, it was not designed by God to happen. But when sin came, it interrupted everything. So by the time we receive new bodies, it simply means that, you know, God is just simply going to say... Uh, uh, your ability to be sick is, is is going to be dealt with you know you, we are not we are going to live happily ever after in the presence of God we are not going to get old uh, we, are, we are not because if you can notice from the book of Genesis man had the ability to live for many years and it kept on deteriorating It was. it was the effect of sin right but but I don't want to dwell much there. All that I wanted to say is that there is a moment where it's just your body, your canal. So even in your life, there are moments when you are not as close to God. Your flesh without God kicks in and takes over. And if you stay there for long, then the enemy can take advantage. That's why Paul puts it this way. Do not give place to the devil. I was talking to Christians. In other words, do not remain carnal because that is going to expose you to a different spirit. Amen. I have a lot of ground to cover. I have a lot of ground to cover. So, so so there, there are spirits involved in every activity. The words that you, you speak, there's a spirit behind it. Jesus says, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Right? Right, Zechariah puts it this way, puts it this way, that when he spoke, a spirit entered into me. His spirit enter, entered into me. So, so, so there are activities, there are words, there are songs. And, and that's why if we are not wise with spiritual matters as Christians, we get easily affected uh, by things that we don't know where do they come from. A song that is sung is inspired from some way. A movie that is written is inspired from somewhere. Um, any activity under the sun is inspired from somewhere. There's an inspiration from a spirit being, and the more open you are uh, to that activity, the more um, you are um, um, you can be vulnerable to the spirit behind it. Uh, so, so as a Christian, you need to be very intelligent. In as far as um, spiritual matters are concerned, and not just be open to to just anything, you know, and and just pro- learn how to protect yourself. No, n- learn how to shut your spirit um, so that you cannot be affected by. Uh, the activity, the spirit behind the activity that fascinates you. That's why it's very important to to know what kind of songs. This is how sensitive I am. My spirit is is very sensitive. I know if something is going to affect me spiritually. And when I say affect me spiritually, I don't mean it is going to cause me to stop praying or whatever the case may be, but it is just going to penetrate um, um, my spirit in a man and, and begin to influence me to struggle with certain thoughts in that particular time um, and in unnecessary so it's better for me to protect myself from it <clears throat> um what, 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 what do i mean by, by by that you 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 need to you you are basically in charge and in control of What you allow uh, to have access to your spirit. That's why the Bible even says to us, Abafundisi, do not rush to lay hands. Uh, It it says, lest you partake in their sin. So, in other words, you've got to know your rank first because sometimes you can lay hands on somebody who is possessed by a spirit that is more ranked than you spiritually. And instead of you doing anything to them, they do something to you. Oh Lord. So you have got to be very intelligent and know what I was watching something on on YouTube. It's a a movie, Uh, it's a Christian based movie, but it had so many spiritual things taking place. Somebody recommended, he said, I must watch. and, And just 10, 15 minutes into it, there was just some evil activity that is taking place that my spirit could not take. Because I knew that whatever words that this person was saying, which are supposed to be evil, it will be difficult for me to say, you, you, know, you know, let me put it this way. It, it, some of us, we are easily influenced spiritually. Let me make an example. How many of you, you've noticed yourself that after you've spent some time with your friend, you end up talking like them? your gestures, uh, you will have a moment of saying, hey. Why do I, why? It is because in that moment, there's impartation that takes place. So that's why it's important. That's why the Bible says, "Eh, eh, 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 bad character. How does it put it? Eh, Corrupts good character. Bad, Bad company corrupts good character. So you can be a good person, But because you expose yourself to an environment that is charged by a different spirit, it can end up affecting you even though you are a good Christian. Because a spirit is more powerful. You don't have to have, that's why I said something last year during the IPIL conference. He said, impartation does not ask for permission. Once you are in its environment, it will influence you. So there are certain things that you need to be aware. Songs are very, very influential in that you can be receiving quite a lot of impartation just for the love of music. <laughs> let, me, let me make this example. I am I'm a lover of jazz. I love jazz. I listen to jazz. Um, and I'm sure you will know that jazz um, is, is so powerful to a point that even though it does not have lyrics, but it will take you in terms of its groove and everything and 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 this this uh, I, i'm sure even if you are not that musical but i'm sure go as buza lombuzo kuthi njengoba bath leculo libhaliwe mara lana magama yimi lebe bible and and what but i leculo alna alnama lyrics but li ne I'll name my lyrics, but What does that tell you? There, are, there is a meaning behind this song, even though there are no words. This person was inspired at that particular point here. There, there was a feeling that came with it. There were thoughts that came with it, and he was expressing them through music. And there's a spiritual influence behind it. Mm-hmm. Why, why is it difficult to quit pornography? Mm-hmm. It's because there is a spirit behind it. <laughs> it's an activity that is inspired by a certain spirit. I don't have time. It takes some form of deliverance to come out of it and stuff like that. Yeah. And this is where all sorts of things come. And even homosexuality, yes. Spirit behind it and stuff. Okay. And a story for another day. <laughs> um, so... It's not just an activity. Watch what you watch. Watch what you listen to. Music, probably one of the powerful sources of impartation. Um, Our generation today, you know, and when I say our generation, all of us included, there are ways that we are influenced. Because if you can notice, they will call for an example, particular pop culture because the more you listen to that music, it influences a generation to behave in a certain way. Uh, uh, um, there's, believe you me, there's a culture that comes with Amapiano. It, it promotes a certain lifestyle. There are people who feel they owe it to themselves to live in a particular way so that they can be relevant to the piano culture. <coughs> there are people who Bahamba I groove, not because by a phone. It's because they've exposed themselves to a particular sound that promotes certain activities. So that's why I have a lot of they can't help themselves but go to groove. Why? Because after Sunday service, they spend two hours at one well, twenty footy, not even two hours, because it can 30 minutes of praise and worship. But as soon as they'll be listening to a piano for the next seven days. So where are you getting more impartation from? Do you think four songs on Sunday can replace? The 82 song playlist that you've been exposing yourself to all throughout the week—it's even worse when you are part of the present worship team. <coughs> all throughout the week, your impartation is from secular music, and you expect to flow in the anointing. And uh, you are deceiving yourself. Why? What's? 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 Why well, you are deceiving yourself? Ah, come, get over yourself, hey. Come on, man, it's, 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 ah, man, you cannot, uh, Paul, I mean, Peter puts it this way, such as I have, give I unto you. So watch, um, uh, because there there will always be spiritual operations everywhere, on TV, Um, there was this program I was looking forward to, I'm not going to tell you what it is, this program I was looking forward to. I didn't have DSTV for the longest of time. Disconnected it, but saw them advertising this particular um, uh, program and stuff like that. And I, you know, reconnected um, uh, 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 DSTV. I was very excited, and, and the first episode played last week. I said to my wife, "Oh Lord, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna watch this." <laughs> I was like, "Oh wow, I admire the culture and everything, but there are certain aspects of this that I." Can't expose myself to my spirit. My, you know, you you don't understand how spiritual you are. You you might think you are not. Your spirit will pick up. How how is it possible that a Christian who is born again can wake up tomorrow? Abay Sangom, spiritual thing. You you are very spirit. So if your spirit is always opened like this, there are certain places where you need to know that. Even though I was invited in this service and I'm here, now I'm realizing that there's spiritual vibe here. You need to know how to close your door and be present physically and be absent spiritually. Because you understand, oh... It's just that You pick up all sorts of things. All sorts of things. I mean, I've I've been around, I've seen how, especially in certain places where it's always the same people who are experiencing the same kind of deliverance. ni. <laughs> You know, so 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 that's why, even as a Christian, oh Lord, I'm not gonna finish. So, so 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 Jesus says the words that I speak, they are spirit. So, so that when they talk, they are not just talking to your mind, they're talking to your spirit. I, I can almost tell when you are sitting with somebody and someone else is speaking through them, even though they pretend that is their view and opinion. Okay. Oh, you're listening, you're like, oh, And, and it helps me kinda uh, to to respond well. It's like also and I talk to quite a lot of people. Uh, and and sometimes I can somebody can come, raise a concern or whatever, but I can realize, oh no, I'm kuluminum mkhadi manj. Mkhadi just so happened to spend time with somebody else during the week. So manju this is her view. Can call a corner not knowing. It's, it's not like But through impartation. Ezekiel chapter two. When he spoke, the spirit entered into me. When he spoke the spirit, so when you sit down with them, they can influence you. They don't have to convince you; they just have to release impartation. You you find yourself making decisions that are like them. Hating what they hate, liking what they like. You you can find somebody who has never um, um, held any view or opinion, um, but by reason of coming into contact no money. all of a sudden you are speaking their language oh wow so so choose your, your, your friends carefully um, watch who you spend most of your time with because there are people who are not good for your spirit there, you know we, we, many of us, we refuse to be discipled by Jesus, but we are discipled by our friends, aren't they? Who are not saved. That's why the Bible in Psalm chapter number one, verse one, Nkulukulu puts it very clear. Look, um, you are going to experience curses for yourself unnecessarily if you are going to be sitting with ungodly people and whatever. Here's the funniest thing about life in general. Um, There are people who are fascinating, who are smart, there are people who are likable, who are to a point that when you are not spiritually sensitive, spiritually intelligent, you can fall prey to be discipled by them, thinking that, oh, wow, this is the most amazing person. You see, I can, I can tell you, and they always say, you know, as couples, so I talk to my wife quite a lot about many things, in fact, about everything. So even the, I can have a private conversation with you or whatever, my wife will know it. So it's just a, just a disclaimer. So even if you say to me, and let me tell you, forget it. She, the minute she gets home, she will tell me. It'll be like, not, not in a form of gossip, but in a, in a, in a form of, we, we talk a, about a lot of things. We share wisdom with one another. I get her views in quite a lot of things. I, I don't just wake up and I, so I value my wife's opinion. I talk to her and say, you know, this is what I'm thinking. And or, or this is what somebody said, and I don't know what to do and whatever. And she speaks into my life. And, and so, you know. Um, so, and, and, and it helps in so many different ways because that's why, even when we are going to preach, all I do is to give her notes. I don't tell her what to say. I just give her notes. And by the time we were all saying almost the same things, because there's impartation. <laughs> I'd say, I'd say to, to my wife, look, um, I think so-and-so is influenced by so-and-so. And she'd be like, ah, no, nah, maybe, like i will tell you. because I don't know how to say this in a safe way. It's easy, uh, you know, as a leader, One of the biggest challenges or one of the interesting things is how maybe congregation members or other leaders can think that they can do better than you. Not in terms of pastoring but just in terms of handling matters because they don't have the full perspective and the full view of what I have. Because remember Being a pastor of the church, there are certain abilities that God gives me supernaturally to be able to make judgments. The Isaiah 11 that we've read the other time, Isaiah 9 that we've read the other time, is it 11, sorry, 11, that we read the other seven spirits. Just after it mentions those seven spirits, the next one, it says, um, He will not judge by the hearing of the ear or by the seeing of the eye but he will be of quick understanding. What does that mean? I don't make decisions based on who said what or what I saw. I make decisions based on spiritual counsel that comes from God. And sometimes I choose to handle a certain thing in a certain way. And somebody, because they are friends, they will think, ah, this is not fair or whatever. And they will try and take over and then things And I'll be watching and I'll be saying, ah, Lapa, good night, here's the situation. And we'll just wait and see for things to pan out. And clean I'll be like, aha. And umamfundi, and wash Aha. I can see because it's just spiritual operations at work, and it helps me not to respond carnally. Because sometimes I know the innocence of individuals. It's just that they've been a victims of impartation. Have you ever noticed, to go to was Varasha Gibo. Where's yeah. Day or two, to Yeah, Eh? And vice versa, by the way. Nami uh, sometimes, this was not my view, yes? Not going to influence You know, I, let me tell you a funny story. As I close, let me tell you a funny story. My, of course, it's obvious that I'm not going to finish, no? <laughs> let me tell you a funny story. Let me tell you a funny story. So, so my, my, my dad, as they always say, may his soul rest, rest in peace. Interesting father. He Loved him to bits. Took care of us. I mean, my dad was one of those fathers that he knew his weaknesses. He was drinking like my dad. <laughs> However, he had this principle in life. His responsibility was to wake up and go to work. That was his responsibility. And no matter how drunk he can be, he will wake up. Monday morning, that's how discipline is. I'm an alarm and all of that. Wake up, go to work on Monday. However, his bank card was always with my mom. Because he knows himself that I will not be able to handle this and uh, my family is going to be... And I loved him for that. Because no matter how we, we were well taken care of a there was always food. Roof over everything was paid for. Why? Because he knew that this is how I am. I drink, and sometimes Allah, phone, wallet and whatever. He will not remember a thing. And even though he hustled on the side, right? But le I se benzayo. I every Monday. And one day out of nowhere. My dad wakes up early in the morning, and he says he wants his card back. And we were like, what? The way that my mom was so shocked, she told us. She was like, I don't understand. Your dad all of a sudden says, as from today, anything that you want, you go to him. We were all surprised because all we we knew that the person who's working here is my dad. But if there's anything you need, you go to your mom. Right? And my mom at that point was not working. By the way, for a period of time, because my dad said there's no need for her to work. She'll I mean he'll take care of it. That's how good he was. Now, And then cut the long story short. Then he was the man was given the cut. So Monday morning when he wanted bread, my mom would say, <laughs> 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 and unfortunately for him, it was a period like all of so we need a choose and all of that. So when we say mommy, <laughs> <laughs> so by the time the week ended, I was realized what <laughs> <laughs> na' <laughs> So when he comes back, then he explains. He says, <laughs> <Cherry music> <f whipping noise> <trailiansocracy> <H> Bonga <backstoryability> <frame perturbations> Impartation <speaks> changed the man. Hey. Impartation hey. took place. Changed the man. He wanted to be somebody that he is not. Of course, I'm not gonna tell this story, Telmas, because I'm gonna be in trouble so so what happened impartation took place heavily influenced heavily influenced as how strong it is so sometimes you just need to know which conversations to participate in or sometimes by just opening up your mouth your spirit opens up with you you end up being in trouble not because of what you said but because of what somebody else said You know what? I'm going to force and finish this. So that in the same token, the Holy Spirit has inherent qualities in him which are of God, of course, that he will manifest and impart in those who are open to him. Take note, in line with their calling and assignment. So there are certain conversations that the Holy Spirit will enter into with you with an intention of imparting the qualities that you need that are relevant for your assignment, for your calling. I understand. That's why I always say that if you believe that you are called for business and God does not talk to you about business, does not give you business revelation. Kuko into a wrong because how he will impart things that are relevant for what you are doing is the conversations that he will enter into with you from time to time. So when I'm preaching, my sermon to you becomes a business principle, and as you absorb it, it leaves impartation. So I'm into a spiritual but to you it will be a principle that you must go and apply it work. And when you do so, it leaves the impartation of the grace that you need to apply it. Amen. Does that make sense? But in the same way that bad company can corrupt your good character, same way, good company, especially the presence of God, people that are speaking over your life, inspired by the spirit of God, there are certain qualities That by just participating in that conversation, there are things that are going to be imparted in your spirit that you can go out and apply and do. So they're influencing you in a positive manner. So so that's why the Holy Spirit sometimes is referred to as the spirit of truth. The spirit of grace. Because that is what he imparts. The spirit of uh, of wisdom because that is what he will impart to that part there are times where he'll be speaking to you imparting wisdom that you need speaking to you imparting grace that you need speaking to you imparting counsel that you need but most importantly he's also referred to as the spirit of prophecy the spirit of prophecy but also uh, i have i have said this earlier Uh, the the evil spirit also has inherent qualities right which are evil they will manifest and impart evil things that are aimed at destroying or working against what the Holy Spirit wants to accomplish in your life so the spirit of sickness and disease for an example so the spirit of God wants to give you life he wants to make you whole but the evil spirit wants to make you sick so you will understand therefore and I want to qualify what I said earlier that sometimes you can be sick because there's something wrong with your physical body, but sometimes the, the, the enemy will take advantage. But you don't mind me going on. I'm going to close. I'm I'm not impressing you. So listen to how the Bible puts it. Luke 18 verse 11, And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity. 18 years it does not say she was sick it says she had the spirit of infirmity in other words we are cooler because there is a spirit that is enforcing the sickness so 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 that's why in most cases when you read the healings of jesus it was not just always that he just administered it as just healing At, at some point he will rebuke the spirit Paul, Right? Uh, you will remember the child who, uh, who was epileptic. And, and the, the disciples could not heal the child. And, and, and Jesus said to the disciples, this one does not come out except through prayer and fasting. In other words, there was a spirit that was making this child epileptic. So it was not a physical thing. It was a spirit. So, so sometimes you can start off being sick physically, but because the enemy always looks, that's why the Bible says, be always vigilant because our adversary always, he does what, he's waiting for an opportunity. He's roaming around roaring like a lion, looking for someone that he can take advantage of, especially once. That's why the Bible says, we must not be ignorant. Hey of his devices because he will always watch the area of your ignorance and take advantage of it and and when are you think it's normal it is not normal that's why then jesus when he approaches certain situation he comes and he rebukes the spirit he does not even entertain the actual sickness he rebukes the spirit he speaks to the spirit and then the situation solves itself Acts chapter number 10, verse 38, how does the Bible put it? Because God anointed Jesus, he was going about doing good and healing those who were oppressed by the devil. Not healing those who were sick, healing those who were oppressed by the devil. So there can be a spirit of poverty. You don't need a job, you need a spirit to be rebuked. You you, you don't need a financial breakthrough, you need a spirit to be rebuked, right? There there can be a a, a spirit of pride or a a spirit of jealousy or a spirit of this. In other words, this is a spirit that has set itself up in your life to sustain the evil plans of the enemy. And, And here's what complicates it. If in your life there, there is a loophole that says, so because yes, how that oh let me put it this way oh, 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 as our advocate, right? And not Jesus as our advocate. Why? That's a legal term. Why does God use that legal term? Because a court mo judge. In other words, there is something legally, legally binding for you to have a case to answer to. Hey. 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 In other words, yeah. something might have happened that tempts them to release judgment according to their suspicion. That's why the Bible says, Who is the accuser? Because you accuse about something. So what is to become your advocate. To show you loopholes of how can you escape this thing that we are being accused of. And in most cases, even when you are guilty as charged, our mistake as Christians... Is to run away with our guilt because God says no isa because when you acknowledge your sin, then I can justify you Ju- justice, justice, justice. Because justice must be saved. So, but he says you don't have to justify yourself, right? You are the blood will just what does it mean? I I say God, I acknowledge. I did not go right here and then he says that's where I want you and then he says blood justify so that when I appear before the accuser it will be just just as if I'd never sinned just as if I'd never sinned and then I am innocent not because I did not do it but because the blood did the work for me but if I don't confess my sin and acknowledge that I've done wrong and that includes handling finances. There are moments where you've got to go to God and say, You know what? I, all that I, I, see, I see, I can pray in tongues, I can prophesy. So I, the first thing is, will be faithful to say, You did not handle this right. You did not handle that right. And you repent. And then the blood of Jesus Christ. And then he says, The devil does not have any uh, room to accuse you anymore. You are now free. You are innocent. That's why then Jesus will say, Go and sin no more. In other words, don't repeat it to reopen that door. So 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 in most of our problems that we are faced with are spiritual. Spiritual no more. We don't progress, progress, That's why Zechariah, chapter one, I think it is. It talks about the four horns, right? And and and, and the, the context of that, God shows the prophet uh, that my children are supposed to increase through prosperity and whatever then he sees the four horns and he says but who are these uh four horns he says these are the ones that are here to suppress the children of israel in other words these are four powers that are just there to regulate your movements to regulate how far you can go to regulate you know how much money can you have to regulate what kind of family can you have they just regulate them but then he says then i saw the craftsmen, and he said, "But but who are these?" And he says, "These are here to rebuke the four horns. Hey. In other words, just to tell them where to get off." That's why, again, uh, there's a piece where the Bible talks about how I think it was Joshua who was given the filthy garment, and and there was there was the the voice that came and said, you know, the Lord rebukes you, and then the, 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 that garment was removed, and he was given a rich garment. So we just need to know that sometimes you must just pause and look at the patterns that are repeating themselves, and acknowledge that here I'm faced with a spiritual thing, and not take it for granted. And for you to counteract it, you have got to counteract it spiritually. You have got to counteract it spiritually. Spiritual. Find out what what is it? What is a spiritual thing that I can do? That will deal with this thing once and for all. You you can engage in prayer if you do so, but 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 here's what I wanted to say about the advocate. Part of the advocate, Arite, maose kalin. advocate al kulumi uh, ne pen. Li kulumi na naawe. Letu So, um 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 media. eh, there's a statement or silo. Eh, go and change it or whatever the case may. Advisor we na. Buguti, here's how. We can respond to this thing to make sure like king so, so when you are faced with certain things allow the holy spirit to talk to you and to show you how can you solve this thing once and for all how can sometimes it can tell you go and fast sometimes it can tell you go and pray sometimes it can tell you go and and give and and and, and that's the thing but there are certain things that the world out there is busy discouraging us from doing because Satan is at work. It has been given to us as a weapon to deal with whatever it is that we are, we are faced with. So sometimes when, that's why when we teach the principle of giving, we always say this is the weapon that God has given us to deal with the spirit of poverty. But then the world tells us that, ah, I use them. But they don't understand our warfare. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So when we are doing this thing, it's not a natural activity that we are doing. I am not donating to the church. It's warfare for me. I am in a battle. I am fighting things that my parents could not solve in my bloodline that's why there are certain activities that you must not, I I remember one day I was talking and I can say this openly and I was talking to Pastor T and, and he was frustrated in his life and finances were not going and he wanted to go back and I said to him don't I said to him don't do it Why did I say that? I said to him, as soon as you do that, that is where the enemy wants you to be at. You don't want to go back there. You've conquered that. You are out of that. You don't want to reactivate that battle in your life. And I said to him, make sure that you fight tooth and nail to make sure that come hell or high waters. I fell short to say, Sengamani Walalalistrakti. But just make sure that certain things that God has given you victory over when the enemy comes back to test you in that area. Make sure that you insist and hold your ground and say, I'm not because I know that once you take me back there, I'm done he can reinforce it he can intensify it he can and it will be even much more difficult for me to come out of it so that's why as a Christian sometimes you need to just come out of being just a nice Christian and learn how to fight and learn how to engage in warfare and learn this time around I'm not just going to pray but there are other spiritual things that I've got to be engaged with listen to the advocate and when he tells you that this time this seed is not just me But this is warfare for me. This is a sacrifice I'm laying on the altar. And what am I doing? I'm neutralizing the powers of darkness that are attempting to determine what can and cannot happen in my life. You need to know when to go back to to that area where the enemy seemed to have defeated you and come back and, and say to him, you know what? You thought that you had me here. But now after I've spoken to the advocate, I'm here to possess my possession I am here to regain that thing that God was setting me up for I am here to take it back I am here to engage I'm I'm not here to smile at you but I am here to deal with you and even if it means I have got to look crazy I'm going to do it and that's why I always say to you I hate alcohol for that reason because to me, it's not just that about the theological debate. Yeah. It's about the spirit behind alcohol that I saw in my family. And I will not dare tamper with that. So if you can debate you drinking wine, biblically, go ahead. I don't need that debate. Yeah. I know for me it's an area of warfare. Hey. I know for me it's a door that I wouldn't want to open and put my children at risk. Because I can be disciplined maybe with one class a day. But what if it opens a door that will deal with my children and they are unable to fight it? I fought that demon. I fought it through high school. I fought it through tertiary. And thank God when I got saved, I overcame that. And I will not dare fool around with that. I will not dare fool around with that. Not dare. Not dare. The reason why I said to myself, I will not watch the program I was talking about. I know what I was delivered from sexually. So how dare I go back and tamper with things that I know what kind of problems they can cause for me? Amen. This is warfare. It's not fun fair. Yeah. This is warfare. Sometimes you need the Bible says to not be ignorant of his, of the schemes of the enemy. Yes. Pretending to be woke, yeah. trying to just you know be relevant to society, talking about certain things. Hey, Barcelona. Things don't just happen. Things don't just happen. Things don't just happen. Kuno Moya behind this thing. And so you need to know when to go back and say, I'm going to fight this thing and I'm going to overcome it. I take note of this. The Bible talks about how the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. I like it when it says that in the book of second Samuel I think it was now I'm really closing now I'm really closing it says, I think it was uh, 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 in Second Samuel. Let me let me check the scripture. Second Samuel, if if not, um, uh, First Samuel, but it, it, it's, it's First Samuel, chapter number ten, verse five. After that, you shall come to the hill of God, where the Philistine garrison is, and it will happen when you have come there to the city, you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place with a stringed instrument, a tambourine, a flute, a harp before them, and they will be doing what? Prophesying. They will be prophesying. Verse number six. Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you. Take note. And you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. That's the power of impartation. And verse number seven. Let it be when these signs come to you that you do as the occasion demands for God is with you. So in other words, God was going to resolve a problem here. But he says there is a place called there that I am going to send you. But take note, when you go there, you are not just going to find them having fun in church, playing church. You are going to find them building. You are going to find them building their lives. You are going to find them building their families. You are going to find them building their callings. The Bible says, when you go there, the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will build with them. In other words, and then the Bible says, then you are going to be turned into another man. So in other words, when God sends you to church, he's not just sending you just so that you can be a member. There is a spirit that is in operation in that place. There is something that by his spirit, God is accomplishing in that particular local church. And when you come, the Bible says, the spirit of the Lord will come upon you. And when the spirit of the Lord comes upon you, you are going to do what they are doing and you will be turned into another man. And the Bible says, when you go there, do as the occasion demands. Don't go there and look cute. Don't go there and just observe. Don't just go there and sit and fold your arms watching them building while we are also supposed to be building. You are in builder's church. You, God did not send you here to sit and not build. You have been set in this place so that the spirit of a builder can come upon your life. You are here so that you can arise and say I am here to build my life. I am here to build my family. I am here to build my calling just refuse to sit and watch your life being destroyed there's a spirit of a builder that is dominant in this place there is a spirit that is available to raise you up from poverty raise you up from lack raise you up from frustration and confusion raise you up and turn you into a builder refuse to watch others building you better build with us you better build your life and say how can i build how can I build my life? How can I build my calling? How can I build my future and destiny? Because this spirit is not just the spirit, but it is the testimony about what Jesus is doing in our midst. What is Jesus doing in our midst? He's building us. He's building our lives. He's building our families. In other words, when I step, walk in and out of this place, there's impartation that is taking place every service. There's a spirit of a builder that is deposited on the inside of me. And when I walk out, I need to know that I not only am I a builder because I've filled in a form, but there's a grace, there's an anointing, there's wisdom upon my life. And you need to go back and say, how can I build my life? How can I build my calling? How can I build my marriage? How can I build my family? in other words you need to allow this spirit the bible says you need to do as the occasion demands don't come here and just uh, what they are doing and as you do what they are doing, understand that in that activity there's a spirit behind it. It's not just a good idea from Facebook that we are going to call ourselves Builders Church we are going to say Ignite Invite and Insight that we are going to say I connect, I serve and I do whatever. It's not just good ideas from the internet but it is the manifestation of the spirit of God. It is God at work taking us through these steps so that he can turn us into a different man turn us into a different god did not bring you to this place to maintain you as you are i don't care whether you walked in with two million rands in your bank account god wants to turn you into a multi-millionaire god wants to shift you from that level where you are to the next level he did not just bring you here just so that you know you can just decorate the room say i'm a builder the spirit of a builder is upon my life. The Bible says God stand up the heart and the spirit of Zerubbabel. He stand up the spirit of Joshua. He stand up the spirit of the rest of the people so that they can come and do the work. Not just inside the church but also in your life. Also in your calling. You are a builder man not just for religious reasons. You are a builder in your business. You are a builder in your family. You are a builder of your finances. You are building wealth. You are building a legacy. You are building for your children. You are building for future generations. You are a builder. Refuse, refuse to allow the enemy to create havoc in your life. Don't settle for less than what God has brought you here for and you are a builder and you are going to build whether the devil likes it or not, you are a builder and you are going to build your life and the hand of God is going to be upon you and you are going to prosper. And right now as a servant of God anointed in this house, I hereby declare in the name of Jesus whatever spirit that has been operating in your life seeking to limit you, seeking to instill poverty, seeking to instill lack, seeking to keep you distressed and confused, right now in the name of Jesus, I rebuke and I bind that spirit. I cast it out in the name of Jesus. I tell it to stop creating confusion in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke the spirit of destruction. I rebuke that spirit now in the name of Jesus. I bind it now. Poverty has no place in your life. There's no place in your life. Sickness and disease has no place in your life. Distress and depression has no place in your life. I bind it in the name of Jesus. I bind it in the name of Jesus. Any curse that has been pronounced over your life, over your family, over your children, over your finances, over your calling, over your business, I rebuke it now. In the name of Jesus, I declare you blessed. I declare you favored. I declare you anointed, I declare you gifted, I declare you as the head, I declare you as above only, I declare you as prosperous, I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that you are going to build your life, that you are going to experience the hand of God and the Lord will prosper you. I declare that the glory of the Lord will shine in and through your life in the name of Jesus. I declare every battle in the name of Jesus Christ is worn right now every battle is worn in the name of Jesus every battle is worn in the name of Jesus right now God is giving charge of angels to go to your situation and resolve it in the name of Jesus and handle it for you what you could not resolve I declare from this place may angels go forward may angels go forth and fight and fight and fight. He's the man of war. He's the man of war. Come on, lift up your heads. Oh, ye gates. Be ye lifted up high. You have a lasting doors. And the king of glory. The king of glory will come in. The king of glory come in the king of glory will come in Jehovah's Moth the lord of the armies of Israel the men of war may he arise and let enemies be scattered may he arise let mountains melt like wax may he arise may he arise poverty go sickness go failure go disappointment go rejection goal in the name of Jesus you are blessed you are favored you are accepted you are promoted you are elevated in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I impart the spirit of a builder upon your life ahead and build your life go ahead and build your calling go ahead and build in the name of Jesus your career your business Go ahead and build your wealth. In the name of Jesus, you are a wealth builder. In the name of Jesus, may God give you ideas to build wealth. May God give you strategies to build wealth. In the name of Jesus Christ, ideas that will bring you into a season of overflow, a season of abundance in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, a season of harvest upon harvest, harvest upon harvest, harvest upon harvest. Breakthrough upon breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, we eat up that cycle that keeps on repeating itself, that there will be a season of abundance, and then all of a sudden, a season of lack. Right now, we reverse it, we nullify it in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare you are above only, you are above only, you are above only in the name of Jesus, and Father, we thank you that it is so, yes. it is sealed. It is done by the power of the blood of Jesus in this place. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We lift you up and we exalt you. In the matchless name of Jesus. In the glorious name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We bless your holy name. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, if you believe it in this place, put your hands together. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.